1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at Select Business Merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.
1: Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this.
0: Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen.
2: biggest shot in the 2016 finals jr yeah Y'all was uh, on teammates together probably the most creative basketball player with the ball most skilled player i've ever seen
4: he's the greatest scorer i've ever seen underneath that basket bro and and, and it's crazy because everything he do is reaction mm-hmm. It's nothing like he's like oh yeah i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna do that and i'm gonna do that no 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 however you he's looking at the game His artistry. You can't make it up the moves that he's doing. I don't think he know what it is because he's literally just reacting. And he's that talented to do what he do.
5: Welcome back to What's Burning. Jack, our favorite time of the year here, man. The NBA Finals are upon us. And we got a great fucking matchup, man. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Celtics have continued their playoff run, man. They've got an impressive run. If you think about it, round one, they knocked out KD and Kyrie. Round two, although Middleton was missing, they still knocked out Giannis and the defending champs. Eastern Conference Finals, they take down the number one seed in Jimmy Butler, only to arrive against Golden State. Man, thoughts on their Eastern Conference
2: run and just kind of looking forward to this NBA Finals matchup. I Man, they, they knocked off everybody. You know what I mean? They they took KD and Kyrie down. They took Giannis down. Now they took Jimmy down. I mean, they're ready. This is the most complete team I've seen in a long time in the NBA as far as from top to bottom. Great coaching, you got two great stars in Tatum and Brown, you got defensive player of the year and, and Marcus Smart, and you got a savvy vet as the anchor of the team, Al Hartford. Mm-hmm. But uh, just, just this team and, and the great job Udoka uh, Udoka's doing, I think for as a whole, even when you bring Williams uh, Williams off the bench, this team just has everything they need to be a championship team. And the stars have been playing well, and they play together with having stars. So I just think everything that they've been through from from round one to now has prepared them for these finals, man uh you know, I gotta go to stay winning, but these guys are uh they might prove me wrong,
5: yeah, this is gonna be a great finals. I feel like uh I think the way Boston plays defense and then their size is i mean from Grant Williams to al horford to to Robert Williams, they got a big front line, and uh you know sometimes that affects you know, the Warriors' ability because they're a small ball team. But, you know, Tatum and Brown, two-way young superstars. Uh, Tatum has emerged as a, as, is emerging as a young superstar right in front of our eyes. He captured the first inaugural Larry Bird Eastern Conference MVP Finals uh, where he averaged 26, 10, and 6. One thing I really thought was dope that he wore that Kobe Bryant number 24 wristband and then also sent Kobe a text after, mm-hmm. you know, Kobe was smiling down. What was your thoughts on that? I think
2: that's dope, man. I think, you know, that's, that's some great motivation to have. That's somebody that, you know, even guys like us, that's, that was his age. We all learned from, but, you know, that, that's their Jordan. You know what I mean? The impact he's had on the game and some of these, and some of these young players, you know, you, you can't even, you can't even imagine. Because right. he's had some of that, that same effect on some of us. So it's just good to see that he's trying to live through, Kobe, uh, live and uh, keep Kobe's legacy alive, but also use Kobe as motivation. If it's anybody that's just using his motivation, especially to get you to that next level of your basketball game, it should be Kobe.
5: Yep. This is, uh, Boston's first finals appearance since 2010 when they actually played the Lakers. Uh, before we move on, Jack, let's talk about Miami real quick. Jimmy Butler played his ass off, uh, all throughout the playoffs. Including the Eastern Finals, thoughts on that team and you know kind of the run they made.
2: Yeah, I mean, Embiid said it all. Miami needs another star. I like yeah. Bam Adebayo; he's solid, but he you know he, he he's just not that star. Kyle Lowry's at the end of his career. I love him. He he came and had some big made some big plays and had a good game, uh, game six in Boston to get that win. But um, he's just not the the Kyle that we that we used to see in Toronto. So. Jimmy just did everything. He did all he could. Obviously, we see Hero is not the player that we all expect him to be. You can't rely on Struess to go out there and shoot a million grenades and blow the backboard up. And, 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 <laughs> and you just don't, you just don't have enough on this. Oh, the depot is still not ready. So they need to try to make some moves and use some of those guys as, as bait to, to bring another star in, bro, because, uh, Jimmy's doing all he can. He played mm. big, you know, and just, you just can't expect him to do everything. He need more help. Jimmy
5: Butler, playoff Jimmy Butler is a, is a different type of player, man. Top five player in the league when you come to the playoffs, man. This dude is ready to compete on both ends and do whatever it takes. You know, this this year in the playoffs, it was scoring before it was defense and playmaking and, and, and hitting big shots. I mean, this dude does everything he could for his team, but they just fell short to me. They didn't have enough scoring, and I agree. You know what I mean? So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Uh, This offseason, but hats off to the Miami Heat, in particular, Jimmy Butler, man. He played his ass off. The Western Conference champs, the Golden State Warriors have been chilling, resting up. Um, You know, they got some injuries. They had Otto Porter with a foot injury. Uh, You know, Steph had a little tweak. It wasn't too serious of his ankle. Draymond fell on his wrist. So those guys have been resting up, man. Three time champs. This is going to be their sixth finals appearance in eight seasons. But what makes that when I say that in in how amazing it is think about what, didn't LeBron have nine Finals appearances in ten years? Yeah, or something I think like so. that. Yeah, I mean just yeah. to think about. I mean, obviously we're talking about Golden State, but six and eight years is impressive. This man, LeBron, had nine in ten years. But uh, man, to mm-hmm. Golden State, hats off to Wiggins, Looney, and Jordan Poole. Man, they've been able, to – you know, kind of the unsung heroes of this team you know who the star core three is uh but those guys particularly have played really well to help this team get to the place they're at Uh, i mean the way they space the way they move the ball they also play great defense i just think this is going to be a great matchup both ways because both these teams are explosive offensively and they both play defense hopefully we'll get an update on gary payton uh the second would love to see him make his return um in the finals, but. Tell me what you like about this Golden State team, Jack, going into the finals.
2: Well, I I love the team. I love the way they play together. They finally got everybody back healthy and these days, these days they had the rest they definitely need. Um Steph has been big, Clay's been big. I think we need to see Clay, uh game six, Clay from game one in this series because I'm anxious to see who is gonna be the equalizer for Tatum. Uh Tatum is a problem, bro. Six nine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Can can handle the ball like a like a point guard, can shoot like a like a shooting guard. He just has all the all the uh tangibles you need to to, to lead a team to the championship. And I, I wanna know who's gonna be the answer for him. I know what Steph's gonna do, but Steph can't guard him. Is Clay gonna come back and be that guy that we know that can play both ways and, and help wheel this team to the championship? I don't know. Can Draymond uh help guard one of these big guys and still be able to help rebound against Horford and Williams? I don't know. So it's a lot of it's a lot of questions. That's uh that need to be answered, Matt. But for the most part, the Warriors been in before they got the experience. They know what to take. And uh we're just going to see if they can get it done. Yeah.
5: I mean, you can definitely throw Wiggins in that mix. But, yeah, I think there's a lot of matchups both ways, Um, you know, but and for Golden State, too. This is going to be the first time they've really played in the playoffs two consistent scores. You know what I mean you got Tatum and Brown. And Brown has been mm-hmm. consistent, I think right around 20 points a game too. So, you know, everyone they've been able to play thus far, you know, they they had tried to cut the head off the snake. Um, mm-hmm. but this team right here has a has a couple different uh, you know, guys that can put the ball in the basket and then Marcus Smart, you know, he's been scoring the ball extremely well as well. So it's going to be interesting. You know, the Celtics are big. They can score and they play defense. Golden State is small, but they space. Looney's been rebounding like a fucking animal. He knows he's got a little contract coming up this summer. He's trying to secure that bag. Shout out to my Bruin brother. He's been playing great. But, man, I'm really looking forward to this finals. Like you said, there's a lot of questions to be answered, but I just think it's going to be a beautiful uh, final series, and I know everyone's really looking forward to it.
2: Yeah, you know what, Matt? One more thing. The the, the dynamic of... Steph and Clay and Poole having the guard a lot of one-on-one ISO, and the dynamic of Brown and Tatum—they got to chase off screens now. That's going to be interesting to see. And I wonder how that's going to work too, because you know when you look at the the, the Warriors,
5: the Warriors are the one team. But you know when whatever teams call it red or black, you know that last five or six seconds when it's butter. They're the one team that doesn't that doesn't really break down into just straight one on one play. They do it sometimes, but they continue to move the ball, penetrate, kick, find that open shooter, and get the great you know get a great shot <clears throat> right at the end of the buzzer. Boston, on the other hand, is 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 a team when it you know breaks down, they go to Tatum and Brown to to one on one ISO. So, like you said, Tatum and Brown, we're gonna have to chase around these screens. It's definitely gonna wear them down, but it's gonna be interesting to see because. You know, those guys can definitely score the ball as well, so I can't wait. All right, Jack, before we move on to the MVP
2: favorites, who do you got and how many games? I'm going Warriors and six, Matt. I just think uh, the experience and the dynamic of the fans in the Bay Area, I think they're going to put it off in six.
5: The experience is going to be huge in this. This is, you know their first this this is Boston's first rodeo Al Horford I think had the NBA record for not making a finals appearance and, and playing a certain amount of playoff games this is uh this is not new for Golden State so I'm going to take Golden State in seven I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a great great series next up on the radar presented to you by DraftKings here's a look at the top five MVP favorites according to DraftKings we're starting with Steph Curry at a plus 110 Jason Tatum at a plus 170. Next up, Jalen Brown at a plus 1,100, followed by Klay Thompson at plus 1,500, and rounding out the top five, Draymond Green at a plus 1,800. So we'll see how that shakes out. I'm going Klay plus 1,500 for MVP, please. Get that bread. I want to see Steph. I would take Steph plus just plus 110 just because i feel like this is the only thing missing on his resume you know a finals yeah. mvp he's got a regular mvp he's got rings it's time for a finals mvp
2: joining us in this conversation is my brother your brother the world's brother one and only jr smith
5: everybody's brother jr what's it up is.
4: hey no what's happening rose what's good with you
5: swish Man, my kids just got out of school are you still in school
4: yeah, yeah, I just got out, man. I just got out just a couple finished. weeks ago, man. I just finished okay. the finals. How'd it go? It was rough, man. It was, it was a rough start, but uh, finished up strong. Um, ended up taking took a B in one of my classes.
5: I mean, I guess I can. I mean, you set the bar pretty motherfucking high with straight A's, bro. So I guess, well, yeah, I, guess man, I, I, got, I guess a B will be okay, bro.
4: Yeah, I got four <laughs> A's and a B, man. So I'm congratulations. Cool.
2: Yeah, dope, dope. You played in five different NBA finals, bro. When this when this time of year come around, do you start to, you know, have memories and go down memory lane? Um,
4: Only when I watch it, bro. Honestly, man, I'm so out of touch with the game right now. So, like, I almost forgot what time of the year it was. <laughs> I could TV Seriously, bro, because, like, I be on the golf course all day long, man. I be on. I be in a, like, I live a totally different life than I did when I was playing and stuff, so I got a totally different um, perspective on it. So when I look at the game now, when I do when I do catch up on it, and I see it's the finals. It's like damn. I start seeing highlights. And it's it's crazy because it seems so long ago, right? But it's not. Right. Yeah,
5: yeah. No shit. I'll be I'll be five years removed this June. I that shit went by fast as fuck. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Five years. Because yeah. I be telling people all the time, man, when you, you're not in it all the time like you used to, and don't revolve around your world no more. Figure out other shit to do outside of what you've always done. Yeah. yeah Family, you've already got kids.
5: Uh, man, before we get into the 2010s, you were one of the first volume three-point shooters when you came to Lee. You used to let that motherfucker fly. Uh, what do you think about, now that you see just so many threes and how effective you would have been in this game? Because this is really your – running gun is really your game. So what do, when, when, when I say that to you, what do you think about?
4: Man, um, you know, I was, it's crazy because in 04, you know, it wasn't cool to shoot. All right. In two to three, maybe. <laughs> you had to get it when you finish it, throw it the down on the low. But now you you know see dudes. For me, I don't know, man. It's hard because I see like I don't want to seem like a hater, but like when I know I know my talent and I know the talent that I have, and I when I when I see the game change like that as an eighteen year old kid, for me being in that situation, like man, I could have made five hundred million. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could have made a billion, like like for real, bro, because like. It's changing the wave of the game, and not only that, it's changing the eye of what you know. um, Being being able to wear your clothes and express yourself on the court, and the mental health part, like so, it's all catered around supporting that type of style. So for me, it would have been, I'd have thrived in it.
2: What were some of your toughest matchups on the wing when you was playing?
4: Shit, cold, (laughs) cold. Got Kobe one night, we got T Mac one night, we got um, Ray Allen, uh it's just the West. Uh it was just, oh you got an off night, you got you got a cat. What?
2: <laughs>
4: right. Right. Yeah, what you mean you, you yeah, you don't know I could tell you never really played the game like that. Um mm-hmm. then you you got to uh, go out east, you go AI, franchise um, uh, catch D BD, D-Wade, Wade. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. Reggie, I call, I call Reggie my rookie year on Reggie Way Out, he gave me a cool 37, maybe 40.
5: <laughs> he said a cool 37.
4: Yeah, I was 18, chasing him, he wasn't working out, David said he with a couple of elbows, um, <laughs> word bro, but shit, uh, you know what's was crazy? I played... I think it was Damon Stoudemire had 60 and Nick Van nexo had 37. We won 18 games my rookie year. It was something like that. Or Damn. or Van had 50 and Dame had 40. Something like that. It was, that was crazy. I ain't never seen no schooling like that. Mm-hmm. Got thrown oh, in the fire early. Got Dan Dick out there trying to chase uh, Damon Stoudemire. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, he said Dan Dick I ain't heard that day, Dan. Twenty years. Uh,
2: year old, he was cool as shit. fuck though. Dan was cool, was cool. as shit. Hey,
4: yo, Dan was, Dan with man was my guy, dog. Straight yeah, up, nineteen cool years shit. old. He was he was schooling me. Dan was cool
2: as shit. What was your thoughts on the on the top seventy five list, Swish?
4: To me, it was pretty. It was pretty accurate. I, th- I mean, other than like having Dwight on there, I think Dwight should have been up there. Um, I mean, if we, at the end of the day, like you know, granted, if, if even if you don't win a championship, and I, I, he did win a championship with us at the Lakers, um, like what he what he did for the game as a big man, numbers, Oof. stats, the right. way he Oof. approached the game, like. People can say what they want about Dwight, or you know, crazy, whatever you want to think, or whatever the the the, the, the persona is about him on the court with the attention of refs or coaches. But when I say approach to the game, bro, he's in the gym every day. Mm-hmm. He eat right. He 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 work on his game. Like, I, won't, I don't care about what nobody say because there's a lot of people out there who try to pretend, act like they work on their game, and they just be practicing moves. He, at least he's actually working on that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he puts in the effort, bro, and, and like, his body shows it. His body of work shows it. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he just dominant. All, all those times, what was it, when they had, uh, was it Kobe and those USA teams? He was the center, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, he was enforcing. It was like, well, let's not forget about Dwight Howard, bro. Like, that was, yeah. that, that was crazy. Um, he had a
5: chance to play with Prime Dwight in Orlando. He was unbelievable.
4: Yeah. And, like, one, of,
5: and one of the strongest human beings I've ever been in. That motherfucker's
2: so strong, bro. What,
4: unbelievable. Man, straight up. But, uh, Kyrie, I think no Kyrie, no Dwight. Too, I
2: can't respect that list without
4: Kyrie. You know, no Kyrie. Um, Vince Carter.
2: Vince. There's a whole bunch of people, dog.
4: I think it was Clay. It was it. Clay.
5: Clay missed. Yep. they didn't get Clay. T Mac.
4: Yeah, I mean, there's a it. couple of people that. I mean, but it's always going to be like that. Whenever you make yeah. a list like that, it's always going to be like it's like that and with the All-Star players. Talking Unless the, play-
2: the players do it, though, Swish. Even, even then, all then,
4: all then these- the players do it, come on, bro. It's always going to be said. Oh, he didn't like me when I was playing. He snubbed me. It's yeah. always going to be like that.
2: Well, today we're gonna go
5: through. A list of 2010, 2010. players. Damn. We're going to talk about each of them. So let's get to it.
2: Seven time All Star, three time All NBA, 2011 2012 Rookie of the Year, 2013 14 All Star MVP, 2011 2012 Rookie Team, 2016 NBA Champ. Three year peak, 21 points per game, seven assists per game, three rebounds per game. Uh, biggest shot in the 2016 finals. JR, y'all yeah, was on teammates together. Probably the most creative basketball player with the ball, most skilled player I've ever seen, Kyrie Irving.
4: To me, Kyrie's the greatest scorer ever under 6'3", 6'2", whatever whatever height he is. He's the greatest scorer I've ever seen underneath that basket, bro. Like, left-hand finishes, right-hand finishes. Mid-range jump shot. Pull up, spot up, off the dribble, pull up three left uh can dunk it shoot 90 something percent from the free throw line i mean can pass handle the probably the best handles we've ever seen
2: right handles are tough i
4: mean and, and and it's crazy because i mean yeah he has like little drills that he does but everything he do is reaction it's nothing like he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this and then I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna do that. No, no, no. However, you he's looking at the game. His artistry is exactly what it is because you can't make it up the moves that he's doing. Mm-hmm. I don't think he know what it is because he's <laughs> right. literally just reacting. And he's Definitely. that talented to do what he do.
2: Falling mm-hmm. on the string for real. Yeah, he, he put a move on Steph and Golden State that has oh, been moved. I'm, i I had to rewind line. that, shit. yeah, and pulled up on him, and Katie. I'm like, bro, what was that? I had to watch it like twenty <laughs> times. <laughs> I said, look, what
4: was that? Well, bro, people don't realize how tough a shot it is that from three foot, from three feet yeah, away, the actual jump shot over a, a a guy coming towards you, a big man. Tough he shot. makes that shot all the time. Glass, nothing but that ring around, like all the time, left hand and right hand. Mm-hmm. That's a there tough shot. That. Hell yeah.
1: What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledana, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six Man of the Year... Elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all?
4: I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all.
0: I said, I said OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because you did it?
1: Ain't <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program Take your
0: business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash business gold card. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
5: Another one of your teammates, uh, three-year peak, 22 points, 14 rebounds, 407 double-doubles in the 2010s, third most uh, obviously, sacrificed when he joined you guys in Cleveland. Five-time All-Star, uh, 2010 rebound champ, champion, 2016, two-time All-NBA. Talk to us a little bit about Kevin
4: Love. K hey, Love is such a great dude, man. I can't. I, I'm honestly waiting on this man's wedding man. coming up. To 20, I ain't gonna put the date. I ain't gonna put his date out there, but I can't wait, man. K Love is my guy. He's one of the greatest teammates I've had, bro. Like, uh, you know, speaking on his being able to speak up for his mental health and. Uh, going through the moments we've had with each other in Cleveland, um, as a player, he's a hell of a competitor. Um, definitely one of them on my team and the Fox with me all day long, just because I know he gone, you know, he gonna scrap for sure. And, um, you know, people don't really don't really know. Kev really didn't play that well offensively, like how he was quote unquote supposed to in game seven. You know what I'm saying? Like he was just getting every single rebound, all the stops, and all the big parts. And he really put his pride aside of, you know, I'm just, I'm a 30 and 20 guy from which he came from in, in uh, Minnesota. And really accepted, you know, letting Kyrie and uh, L really handled all of the, 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 the load. He pretty much, you know, I'm going to do the dirty work and stretch the floor when they need me. And, uh, once we start, but the crazy part is once we really started flourishing, we started playing through Kev, you know, as much as people want to talk about how Bron and Kai was, you know, the dominant force. I remember Ty Katie, I think Kev had 30 in the first quarter against Portland at the crib, like it was like, and it, it was a stretch of games where he was just going nuts and like to start the game off. Cause everybody, you know, obviously focus on, and on El, Bron and, and, uh, wanted to run me off the three but people always forgot how good kev was yeah whether of the spot ups and backing it down you know what i'm saying and he can get to the get to the free throw line so strong too real yeah, strong. strong strong as hell and loves to pass the ball you know what i'm saying like loves to outlet the ball loves to drop it the, the back door dimes like he just wanted to feel involved in the game you know what i'm saying so uh, and it was is was a hell of a dude though even better player
5: I think people forget the dominance he had in Minnesota because they didn't really win, but the numbers he was putting up in Minnesota were Hall of Fame oh, numbers. Oh
4: man, Hands ridiculous, down. bro! And I re- you know down. what's funny about Kevin? Kevin was still the only person there from that championship team in Cleveland. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He went going for going from a team where we were where we were at to where they was at then, you know, and then come back to being a player like damn their playoff caliber team now. It's uh. I respect him a lot for that because that's it's, 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 it's a hard thing to do. You know what I'm saying? It's a real um Obviously, he, he getting well paid for it too, but it's a, uh, it's not easy, man, because that's something you love to do. That's your passion. I, me as a competitor, I ain't about Man, I can't take too much losing, bro, before I say something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I, remember, say something. I, I remember
2: when yeah. I was in the, the, my little Clippers stint. I got a chance to see K-Love go against Blake. And like K-Love, had, he, he finished the game Oof. with like 38-25, 30, some shit Oof. like that. And I'm like, like <laughs> hey, hey, with like 12 dimes. I'm like, God damn, bro. I did not know K-Love was like that. I did not yeah, because, know he was
4: like you that. You know, it's funny because people, people get so caught up and, you know, want to see somebody play above the rim and think that's yep. the only way the game is supposed to be played. And when you see somebody just fundamentally like got it, like, young boy from AI game, bro, uh, he reminded me so much of K Love. He, like, yeah, he's just Jack, so Jack, Jackson. Yeah, yeah, fundamentally yeah. sound, bro. He got it.
2: Yep. Next up, we got four time All Star, three time NBA champ, seven time All Defensive, 2016 2017, Steels champ, two time All NBA, 2016 2017 Defensive Player of the Year. He had a three year peak of 11 points per game, eight rebounds per game, seven assists per game. You played against him in the finals, um, Draymond Green.
4: Before we get to Draymond, I know you ain't playing no defense stats because you all know what STL. I mean, bro, I know, <laughs> yeah. you did that or you ain't <laughs> looking at the stats because I was in that motherfucking stats, bro. Hey, I know hey, that. Hey. is you know.
2: Well, hey, well, one thing, one thing about it, Swish. The our Golden State team that year, we would lead the league in still. so I know I had to be at the top of the team. But I definitely Ooh. didn't know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
4: I
5: definitely,
2: uh, I definitely didn't know what that mean. I. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah, you stupid.
4: Uh, Draymond, man. Draymond Green, great dude. I like a hundred percent great dude. Um, fun, fun to compete against. Um, just because you know he talk and the antics and all of that. That part of it is uh, it's, it's fun. Very blessed to be playing with a really good pair of. Uh, oh guys. no
2: question, <laughs> um, no
5: question.
4: Oh, uh, I will say that.
5: Well, I think I think because his numbers don't jump off the page, that people kind of have a problem with his game or his accolades or what he receives. But to me, he's just a, a winning motherfucker, and he got in a great situation. There's no no you know no doubt about that. But if you think about it, because you played against him, we played against him, I played with him. He's the one that makes that machine go. I
1: mean, one
4: hundred percent. I can like, I can respect that. Like you can right. compete, bro. Like you, you can right. compete. No matter, no matter how talented you are, no matter how you know, whether great or or high or low, talent level you are at, if you don't compete. You are it, it don't it don't even matter. Like I ain't gonna lie, Dellavedova on my team in Cleveland, he yeah. competed dog. harder than anybody I've ever seen in my life, bro. He, he was literally dog. about to die in the playoffs, <laughs> like literally. But we in the back after the game, like Steph almost killed this man.
5: <laughs> Play like, ass off.
4: I'm not. I'm never going to not say he don't compete because you he definitely do. But I'm, I mm.
2: just imagine how good that would be. If he just worked on his shot, that's the only thing I have a problem with. Like he's comfortable with with people just disrespecting me. Yeah, y'all still winning. Y'all still get championships without it, bro. But me, if he just worked on his jump shot and shot it with confidence, he does.
4: I was about to say I'm not convinced he don't, Jack. Honestly, I'm
5: convinced he don't.
2: I'm convinced he don't.
5: No, he he does. I I think with because I got a chance to play. I saw how hard this dude worked day after day after day. God damn, mental. No, you You ain't shoot that
2: motherfucker.
4: But do you know what? I agree with you. Go ahead. Go
2: ahead, Jr. No, you got it. Go ahead.
4: I agree with you because I feel like a lot of people is mental at this point. When, when you mental. hear, when you continuously hear, whether it be on Twitter or on social media or watch TV or, you know, yep. can people continuously talking about your shot and you can't shoot? Yep. That's mental, bro. You already, yep. every time you catch that ball, you already thinking about you not going to make the shot be, or what everybody else is going to say. You already got a second guess. A shooter, you ain't, man, let me let get that go. thing over here. Let it, it go. You yeah. can't get over here fast let enough. It go.
5: And I think too, you all know. I mean, because we all shot the ball to three. The hardest shot, the hardest shot to make is the wide open one when no one's guarding you. That shit is hard to make. Like I'd rather have someone close or a hand up, but that wide open shot when they sitting in the paint, like I couldn't imagine. like that's got to be a tough ass shot to make, man. One hundred percent. And
4: this they leaving not guard you. Me. They right? leaving you. You know it's crazy. And yeah. we talking. A- we, with one of his benefits. We did the same thing with Andre Godala. He burnt our ass up in, in 2015 for the first chip. That's why he got Finals MVP. We left him, and he kept knocking that shit down every single
2: time. I, I ain't gonna lie. I live. I would have lived with that, bro. I just went to the locker room like, "Hey, bro, shit, shit." That's what.
4: That's what we did. In we, we lived with it. We was like, damn, shit. And right. you going to beat us again. with that yeah. and shit. And he got Finals. I was like, shit. We got to take our hat off because that was the game point. And they for show they, beat us with it, that.
2: Iggy hit three threes, it, it, then go to the free throw line and shoot an air ball. What the but fuck? But look
4: at it. Look at it though. Think about this though. Think about this. 2015. That's the game plan, right? They beat us. No Kyrie, no Kev. Mm-hmm. The next year we come back and win. Then they go get KD and it's they win two in a row. What you what, what you mean? Right. Mm-hmm. That's what was supposed to happen. Right, now we call it square. What's happening? Right. <laughs> it's a different right. ball game. But no, it is what hey, it is, man. Hey, you that, know, team was a
5: <laughs> that team was a fucking cheat code. Man, yes, next sir. up, another one. Uh five time All-Star, two times All NBA, all defensive team 2019, three time NBA champ, all rookie team in 2011, three year peak, 22 points, shooting 43% from the three point line. The other Splash brother Clay Thompson.
4: Problem. Problem.
5: <laughs> For
4: real. The boy's a problem. Ratchet. Up. Ratchet. Get it over there. You can't get it over there fast enough. Anything I like about him though, he compete though. He he, yeah. he not he compete. He ain't talking shit. He he one of the quietest people on the court, unless he talking to his teammates. He get hyped, you know, in the big moments, obviously like most people. But he not out there just chirping and be chirping and trying to be chippy and all of that. He played the game the right way, and I I really like Clay for that. Um, he be saying some wild shit though off the court though about people, like- but I don't really fuck with. But he, mm-hmm. he can hoop though.
5: Yeah, I think mm. what I liked about Clay too was obviously he played defense. You know, he was the guy before he yeah. got hurt. And he's starting to get back. That he was the one that always that took the toughest matchups for that team on the wing. And then also he didn't have a shot pocket, and which is crazy because everyone always says great shooters get to your shot pocket. Clay could catch that bitch anywhere and let it go anywhere. from right where he, right where he caught it at, like side up above his head, off to the Trust side, me. let it go me and the twins do a drill it's called a, it's the it's clay drill like wherever you wherever i throw the ball you got to shoot it from right like that's how clay would catch that bitch and just let it go from any perspective and that's I mean, the one thing too when i got a chance to play with that team not to cut you off jr you steph is the greatest shooter of all time but if we go shot for shot it's hard to tell who is the actual just best spot up three-point shooter between those two because they're both like i would watch you Know after after practice workouts where Clay would miss two shots out of maybe like 200 shots, he would it would be just unbelievable how many just straight consecutive fucking shots yeah. he would make do so. Great, play. I think really Seth can play. shoot
4: too, man. Seth's good, Seth's Seth got a gun, man. I like Curry, Seth, yeah. Oh, yeah, shoot? It's,
5: it's in the family, yeah, for it's sure. It's In the family, next up, one of my former teammates, six time all star, all rookie team in 11, five time all NBA. Rookie of the year and eleven as well. Three year peak, twenty two, nine and five. To me, one of the most versatile four man's that we've seen. Uh injuries obviously slowed him down. But uh Blake Griffin.
4: Uh Ooh. big cat. Blake Blake is funny, man. Blake is Blake is Blake is a character, bro. He's a he's a funny dude, he's a good dude, man. His game was uh unfortunately, you know, injuries and stuff like that. But um, Blake has so much game, explosiveness, bro. When he first came out, I was thinking like, bro, I got, see, we seen Stat, and Stat was like, yo, hey, yo. Then we seen Blake, the shit Blake was doing, I thought Stat, I thought, I nice mean, it was really, oh my God. He was jumped over in Mozgar. People, I play with Mozgov. I know how big Mozgov is, bro. <laughs> right. He's seven Russian, like big, like, he jumped over that man, bro. And then, and then DJ was next to him too. Ooh. Right, two
5: live threats. That's the one thing. When you mentioned Dwight Howard, I put Blake right behind Kobe as far as the hardest working people I've ever seen. When they say first man to end, last man out. That's no exaggeration. With well, this dude worked so hard on his jumper. Really? The way he, he the way he was able to I mean, he was bro, when I tell you he was in there an hour before practice before anyone would get he'd be drenched by the time we're just of like we would still come out early and get our shots up. He'd had gone through a whole full ball handling jump shot workout. It just you could really see his game. And I think a under a, a underestimated thing about his game was his ball handling and his passing ability because that motherfucker could yeah. pass the ball too, but Blake in his prime with them Lob City teams, man. I seen him do some unbelievable shit.
4: Yeah, he, I, I worked out with him a few times with my man Edon <laughs> and, uh out there at UCLA, and um, he was he was a problem, bro. Yeah. He he definitely had to like work ethic in the workout, but I didn't know he he went that hard though. That's tough. Yeah, no, he definitely put the time in.
2: Next up, Paul George, three-year peak, 25 points per game, seven rebounds per game, four assists per game, 15 career points and counting, seven-time All-Star, six-time All-NBA, 2019 Steals champ, 2011 rookie team, 2012-13 most improved, four-time All-Defensive. PG is a problem, man. What's your thoughts on PG?
4: Man, PG got game, bro. PG super got – Super game. Super game. Like, he's so smooth, though. I feel like he was like a, a – he had like a modern day, bro. He'd be like a modern day, like Eddie Jones, bro. Like he was so smooth, bro. Like he could pat that thing. He can get off to any mm-hmm. left, right. Like be creative with it. He was a problem in Indiana, bro. He knocked us out mm-hmm. in, uh, with the Knicks. He
5: was tough. That he was, was come. that was well, welcome to the league. Yeah, that was that the year they beat Miami or no? They battled. No, Miami they, they battled the
4: playoffs, Miami right? Yeah, right after that. Yep.
5: Yeah, yeah, no, P G is tough, but any and he plays both ends, that's what I respect too. I mean I think he's Straight so quiet up. and in and, and, and just it looks effortless, you know, yeah, the way yeah. he handles the ball offensively, shoots the ball, gets into his moves, is he was a motherfucker, man.
4: Tough yeah. cover. He was he definitely was competing, bro. He like yeah. all arms too, like he had that I heard he had that work ethic too, talking to um Nah, not B. Scott, but uh, Shaw. B. Shaw. Oh, B. Shaw.
5: Yeah. B. Shaw. B. Shaw. Get that working? Yeah, no, nah, you get the great talent. Man, next up, phew, the game plan was don't let this man go left. And every time he would get left, his three-year peak was 17, 4, and 4, 40% from the three-point line. Uh, Hall of Famer, two-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA, sixth man of the year in 2008, four-time NBA champ, all-rookie team in 2003. Manu
4: Ginobili, man. Manu was another one compete like hell, bro. He was crafty though. Like one thing about he was real crafty, bro. Like he would do anything. He act like he hurt to go get the ball, bro. Like (laughs) I was like, damn, bro. Like you like that? Like you, you can't put nothing past him. I mean, shit, a European, bro. I mean, everybody was calling that the Manu. Now they start calling it the James. You know what I'm saying? (laughs)
5: remember he would come down on that on that right side of the floor with that high screen and roll and you try to ice it or blew it whatever the fuck your team called it and not let mm-hmm. him get off that screen but once he got off that screen early in his career he was coming down the lane and dunking that motherfucker on Mhm. Mhm. Jack,
2: you mm-hmm. got you got any good man news stories, Jack. one of my favorite teammates. I mean, he he one of the first people he he definitely brought the euro step the euro step to the league, but he used to sham guard people going full speed.
4: Yes sir. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. He he was one of the first people. Yeah, Sham guards, you didn't go bang on. I seen him do that in the playoffs. So, but uh, as far as competing and playing hard, like I I always got to tell this story, bro. Uh, Why he one of my favorite teammates? You know how we how we look out for each other, and like guys like us, we never got the accolades we deserve because the good guy or the big name teammate. But really, we was the heart and soul of the team, and when I hit all those shots and. Led the team score in the West Conference Finals. I mean, he made it a point to tell me I deserved the uh, MVP, you know what I'm saying, when they was giving it to other people. But, but you know, he was just one of those solid dudes, man, that you want on your team. Though, regardless where he was from, he was somebody you wanted on your team.
5: So if they had the Magic Johnson Western Conference MVP, uh,
2: Finals MVP, you would have snagged that bitch? Hell yeah. I, I, you know what, Matt? The great thing about it, all they got to do is Google it. Game six, Western Conference it Finals. It It don't lie. I was full of that dope on one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on one.
2: <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> next up, we got three-year peak it was 19 points per game, 11 rebounds per game, 18,500 career points, 2000 All-Stars, 2011 All-NBA. He probably had the best touch around the basket next to Tim Duncan mm-hmm. that wasn't athletic, um, somebody that we all want to play with and we respect Z-Bo Zach
4: Randolph. Mm-hmm. Z-Bo. Z-Bo. <laughs> oh, gee. That's my yeah. guy, man. Z-Bo's such a great, <laughs> dude. Yeah. great dude.
5: Great dude. Great, great dude. dude. Did y'all play together man. in New York?
4: Nah, man. I wish I you got an him. opportunity to play with Z-Bo, man. We just kept crossing paths all the time. When, uh, when I would play with whenever our teams would play against each other there was always somebody on my team that I rock with that always Rocking with Z Bro, and it was uh he was a good dude to be around. Man. Rocking right with She, that was She Young woman was with him, When I was with him, yep. she was there. So uh, he was in Memphis. He came rock with us a couple of times. He, yeah, my dog. Man. This he's dude's a twenty a and player, ten bro. dude, bro. Oh, he yeah.
5: he's twenty and ten. and I think he doesn't get the Lefty, recognition again God. because he wasn't not he wasn't a high flyer. You know what I mean? He uh, probably had 10 dunks his whole career. That motherfucker would give you that jab, face up, work, back you down, get 20 rebounds and barely jump over a penny like Zebo's strength, his, his basketball IQ. You know, I got we got a chance to play th- with each other towards the end of both of our careers, but he was still. That was in
4: Memphis together, huh?
5: Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. still putting in that work. And like you said, man, even a, be- I mean, a oh. great player, but even a better person, man. Just a yeah, Got dude, his jersey retired. back.
4: Straight up, keep the shirt off his Straight up. and he did, he did a lot for the city, man. He did, he, he like yeah. he really did keep that city together for a while, man. While every like while he was there, he really embraced it, man. From the, whether it be the rappers the community, like he yeah. really's an imprint, and people like you he, know people respect him out there, like as you know, as a person.
5: Put, he put money bag on. He was Ooh, the yeah. one that was putting, he found money back. I remember he used to, we talked about on the show, but he used to bring his mixtape in the locker room all the time and just bang this shit. We're like, yo, at first, it was dope. But we're just like, he's always playing. Who is this dude? Next thing you know, this dude's on top. Right I was on. like, okay, yeah, that's, that's Zepo's dude. So that's what's up. Well, due to kind constraints, we didn't have a chance to finish the rest of the 2010s, but here are the rest of our picks for the 2010 Next 75. All right, Jr. we appreciate your time, bro. We'll talk to you soon. All
4: right, brother. Appreciate y'all.
5: Peace, my boy. Closing thoughts, Jack. I was in Las Vegas fucking with 13-year-olds that were driving me crazy. Uh, You were actually in Brooklyn at the Javante davis Rolly fight. Talk to me about
2: it, bro. Unbelievable atmosphere from the weigh-in to the actual fight night. It was unbelievable. I don't see nobody putting on better fights than Showtime Boxing, bro. I mean, all the stars came out. Barclays was packed wall to wall from Madonna to Tracy McGrady, all the rappers. Everybody was in the building, bro. Tracy Morgan, you name them. To see them finally, you know, face to face the last way in and see Tank push them off the stage and to be able to talk to both of these guys. They know how to sell a fight, bro. They sold the Mm -hmm. fight. And uh, from the actual fight night, um you know i was a, i was able to uh commentate the, all the pre-fights that night on, on pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I, I was able to do that it was a great experience and um just to see tank man to see how focused he was the whole time roley was trying to get under his skin and and, and he knew what he was going to do in the ring dog and when i say out of all the fights i've been to i've never seen or heard a punch that loud mm. in a sold out arena everybody in the arena heard that punch that's how loud it was bro and mm-hmm. He just showed why pound for pound he wanted the best in the business. Mm-hmm. It looked like Roley's, Roley's bigger than him, wasn't he? Roley was bigger than him, and Roley, Roley, you know, he he had some skill as far as power, and he was strong. Even Tank said, Tank said, I, I felt one of his punches and I re- in the first two, three rounds, and I realized I couldn't sit down with him yet because he was too strong. Mm. I had to wear mm. him down and move around. So, Roley had power, and Roley was confident. He just don't have no mm. boxing skill, and that's what Tank set him, set him apart from.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. No, it was a great matchup. We uh, we were able to watch the fight at the crib out there in Vegas, so we had a good time. Uh, man, closing thoughts. Darvin Ham, happy for this brother, man. I had him with the Lakers as an assistant. Has just signed a four year deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, former player getting his chance. Uh, Jack, thoughts on hiring D Ham and 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 what he brings to this L A.
2: Laker culture? Well, I mean, it's just we call a spade a spade. Former players that's coming in the league, they're really taking over and doing great coaching jobs. Look at Ime Udoka's first year. He's in NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? One thing you can't teach, you can't teach experience. You can sit behind a computer, you can crunch numbers, you can do all that. But having experience is nothing you can teach. And Don and Doran have has that. D'Am has that. I, I've been knowing DM for a long time. Uh, we came up together a little bit in the league and, uh, he's just always been a solid guy. Uh, just like Ime Udoka coached under, um, uh, uh, Coach Pop over there in San Antonio. Well, yeah. uh, D. Ham is coached to under under uh, Bud over there in, in uh, mm-hmm. Milwaukee, so he he got that same tutelage. So um, I'm happy for him, bro. He deserves a shot, and I think he's gonna do great.
5: Yeah, pay his dues. Um, obviously, this is a this is a this is a it's a hot seat. It's a tricky situation over here with the Lakers. Obviously, you think you know who wouldn't want to be the Laker coach? Uh, but there's a lot that comes with this shit, man. You know, Vogel saw what happened, won a championship, and out two years after that. Uh, roster is poorly constructed, so it'll be interesting to see what they can do with this roster, if anything. But I think the one thing that stands out knowing Ham, is he's going to have accountability in that locker room. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? He's going to be able to say what needs to be said to whoever it needs to be said to, and it'll be respected. And you definitely can't say that about the last locker room that the Lakers had. So that's the one thing I know for sure. I don't know a lot of the other moving parts of what the fuck's going on, but I know his voice will be respected and he'll have accountability. And I think that's one of the first things this team needs because there was a lot of weird shit going on from the outside looking in. So it'll be interesting to see. Wish our brother, nothing but the best of luck. Man, you can catch What's Burning
2: available every week on Showtime Basketball YouTube. And on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at showbasketball, peoples. See y'all next week.